0: Just like that, Moan. It's a Monday. It's a Monday, and we came ready to start the week off right, DK. That's that is true.
1: It. That is yes. true. Because the weekend certainly went pretty right for the football team, did it not? <laughs> yeah.
0: Hey, hey, are we averaging 27 points a game? Oh,
1: oh, man. Hadn't even thought of it that way.
0: I was wrong again. Glad to be, but I was wrong again, DK. You got any uh, weaponry over there? Do I have any weaponry? What do I have today? Uh, you know what? I, I got this. This. Got- oh, oh, okay. I was ready to pop somebody. I was ready to act like our defense, DK. I was ready to act like our defense. I- I'm ready when you are. You want me to hit this ding? Yeah. Let's hit the ding.
1: All I have to say to get Moan going today are two words. Outside linebackers.
0: Take it away, 73. Man, DK, it was relentless. Do you hear me from Alex Highsmith, okay, from T.J. Watt. The T.J. sighting. Let's just stop there there. and just, y'all, if you're listening on the podcast, you don't see the visual, what we're all about to do, because it's so many members right now in the chat, DK, that you know when you mention TJ Watt's name, just stop for a second. <laughs> yeah, that. Just breathe it all in, okay? Is that okay to breathe that in, DK?
1: I mean, I'm I'm happy <sighs> for TJ more than anything else. Okay. Yeah. Um, he and I had a good talk after the game. Saturday night at Ackershire stadium. Yeah. And some of that, as you know, Moan will stay with me. Uh, other parts, other parts though, he's feeling good. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's feeling, uh, he's feeling fresh. He's feeling refreshed. Yeah. And, and I think there's a difference. Uh, he has put himself into immaculate shape. Not that he ever wasn't. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But he told me, this was a few months ago, that he was going to work himself into a spot where it would be something that would put him into a better injury prevention mode. Yeah. First of all, if you can explain uh, to, to fans what that means, what, what is conditioning that just aims at injury prevention? Because when your coach tells you best availability
0: or best ability is availability, availability. he there's a, but he's saying that for a reason. He is. He's asking and telling guys, telling guys. It's a request, but he's also telling you, DK. And by the way, I'm gonna get back to who else I was star studded over this weekend. Okay. Um, but, but it was, he's telling you is this, and this is one thing I tell you. The first thing that walks that he says, when we come together for OTAs and minicamp, physical conditioning precedes anything else. I'm gonna say it again. Physical conditioning precedes anything else. Meaning, if you are in a great physical uh, uh, condition, you can run with the wolves. You can sustain like a friggin' grizzly bear. You got the strength of Hulk. That's what he's asking of you. Physical conditioning precedes anything else because it means it allows you to be relentless in your pursuit to be good offensively, defensively, and special teams. If you work in a fashion that you don't get tired, or TJ working in a way that he allows himself to play the exact same way that he works out, DK? I think we know he's trained with his brother this offseason. They have the ranch in Wyoming, where, Miss Wisconsin, wherever Wisconsin. they are.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm sure he trained a certain way that his body movements allowed him to. I'm sure he ran and cut and sprinted and jumped. All of those things you're asking him to do in his level of play, and that's allowing him, DK, to understand what his body's going to need. I remember myself specifically getting to a point where let's cut out some of the fluff. Like, I'll be honest with you, I didn't do a whole lot of pass setting, DK, when it came down to my training. I did a whole bunch of start, stop, start, stop, side to side, back, forward, like all of those things because – that conditioning right there prepares you for those movements on the field. And I think that's one that's been one of TJ's biggest, I'll say that's one of the things he had to learn. What are things that he needs to do conditioning-wise that's going to translate over to the field? And I guarantee you, ask him, what did he change up? And it may be those movements, DK.
1: We have a really good opening subject for the day. And all anybody wants to talk about is Kendrick Green. I just don't get this. Like everyone fell hook, line, and sinker for this fullback (laughs) nonsense. Kendrick Green was a bad offensive lineman two years ago. He was a bad offensive lineman last year. He's a bad offensive lineman right now. There is an excellent chance that he's going to be cut. And all we're doing here is Kendrick Green, Kendrick Green, Kendrick Green, Kendrick Green. People, this is a really, really good football team. And you want to talk
0: about the number five center?
1: What is going
0: on Okay, DK, I will say this. I am everybody because I want to entertain it in a little bit, okay? But that's after the fact, okay? We'll do that in the hey, Keep those okay. coming, DK. Oh, believe I me, I can't there. stop them. I try. Because, and it's not just an issue. Run it up, y'all, because I'm with y'all on this one, though, DK. I, I'm siding with everybody. I'm everybody today, okay? But let me just say this. Marcus Golden, Alex yes, please, TJ Watt, Nick uh, Herbig, Nick Herbig. And, and, and
1: here, you want to see magic? Watch this. Go ahead. Go ahead. You can't even bring up Nick Herbig without it being Nick Herbig is better than Kendrick Green as a comment. Like, yeah. look, look, everyone, you got played. Okay. You yeah. got, it, it's okay. It happens to me too. You got played. The Kendrick Green thing was never a story. He was never interested. Yeah. It was low level talk radio.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, yeah, I'm on my... Uh, these outside linebackers, this is the real deal. Moan, remember when we used to talk about when Bud was here? Yeah. About uh, TJ and Bud and just the, the singular, well, I should say doubler, if that's a word. Doubler, Im- Impact yeah, good. that they would have on a football yeah. game. Where you just, you couldn't get past the notion that TJ and Bud are going to steal the football game that day, and therefore you pick the Steelers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: This might be back. It It might be, be. it may be. And I feel bad for not even mentioning, uh, I feel bad by not even mentioning man, Marcus golden as much as we should have this preseason. He drew three penalties in the same game.
1: Now you tell, you tell me, is it possible for a smart defensive lineman to draw one of you offensive linemen into a penalty? possible. Uh, not it's, you, of course.
0: Not not often does that happen, DK. And I text you before the show, and we'll we'll pre-game this show however we do it at times. But I was so excited in watching that film. I said this because of those moments right there. I had the tape on again. My iPad sitting right here, man. And I said to you, what in the text, DK? I would hate playing this defense because the, of them. Because of them. Like, I know what I'm getting out of cam. Like, <laughs> it's funny. I'm pausing it and rewinding it and showing it to my wife. That first series with TJ and Cam and Alex all flushing out Josh Allen for incompletion to nobody, I was just like, I would hate playing this defense because of that. Like, those dudes don't stop. And now we're going to add Marcus Golden, Nick Herbick, like Fajoko. Like, what are we talking about right now? Elandon Roberts is reckless as Vince Williams was. I saw him run into guys, and I was just like, oh, oh man. gosh, yeah. what are you, dude? They and, end and up backward.
1: They end up going they backwards.
0: They end up backwards, or they have to go super low mm-hmm. on him, which takes them out of the play, DK, and really causes trash around their quarterbacks when you do stuff like that. And this is the thing, too, that Brandon's bringing up right now, too. Go back to Brandon if you still have that one. Brandon Clark just said this. Um, I'll find he's, it. Go ahead. Yeah. Brendan Clark is essentially saying this. How about Nick Herbig look good against Tampa and Buffalo? Yeah. That's one thing we always talk about in the preseason, right, DK? Man, mm-hmm. anybody can do something good one time. Can we do it again? And Nick Herbig has been that guy to do that. Um, I'm looking at it. Landon Roberts being one of those guys just doing those types of things, DK. It is fascinating to watch this group come together and make plays and be one of those Keanu Neal making plays, causing issues, DK. Keanu is making plays for this team too. And it is uh it's exciting. Again.
1: Yeah, it, it is. And I'll tell you one other thing that's kind of funny, but TJ got double teamed yes, in did. a preseason game. <laughs> okay. Now I don't want to say out loud what that tells me about Sean McDermott yeah. and the Bills offense. You double team somebody in a preseason game. Do you know what you learned about your players? in that process less than not a damn thing no okay you you didn't tell yourself hey can so and so handle the challenge of TJ you Watt know. you know the way Mike Tomlin puts guys up against hey somebody block TJ can somebody please block yeah. TJ like he's been yelling at practice in Latrobe yeah. and then you
0: double team him what are you what are you doing you know what i also saw i saw a backup and it's fair to call Nick Herbick a backup sure make their pro bowl, I'm not mistaken. Left tackle, Deion ate Dawkins. Him ate him up. He Multiple made him jump off sides. Yeah. Calls a holding call on him. Had a strip sack. DK. The Bills' window may have just gotten a little bit tighter that everybody spoke about. And I will have to say, I think that window, DK, has shrunk a little bit.
1: Everything. Kendrick Green. You seeing this? Kendrick Green. I, I Kendrick Kendrick do. Green. But let me Kendrick tell you Green. this, though. Kendrick
0: I will tell you this, DK, and I'll tell y'all as we go to the only segment that matters here in a second. DK is this: is um, it wasn't just Kendrick. It's it not wasn't, him at all. and I'm not, I, no, 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 no. And I say that in the sense that that whole second and third O line looked bad, looked horrid, was yeah. below the line this weekend, DK. Yeah, it was. Was there some good points that come out of it? Barely. Barely, I'll even say this, for all the ones that wanted to kick Dan Moore to the curve, I'm here to tell you guys, the young fella just not ready yet. Do we
1: understand that Kendrick Green is not going to play for this football team? I, I just want this like really, really on the record here, okay? He's not going to play. If, okay, if it comes to it, your second team center is going to be it's going to be nate herbig it's going to be james daniels Yep. it's going to be somebody who is not kendrick green he is no threat to be on the football field yeah. in any capacity i don't believe he's going to be on the roster very 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 good football team what did you just have up there Mo? <laughs>
0: this one right here <laughs> Warrior here from tyler johnson Sala Johnson oh says DK has had enough of KG. He it's, doesn't it's even want to hear the name. It's not, it's not him, Ramon. <laughs> you agree with me? This is a really good kid. Yeah, he's. I a, like. I like him. We got to preface it by saying that DK.
1: What are we talking about? Y- yeah, I know we're talking yeah. about something other than the player. Okay, but w- what bothers me is how everybody's just had their the wool the pulled over their eyes here and yeah. just can't come out of there. It's just not. <laughs> This was never an issue. stuff we're talking about is an issue. Are we ready to go to the next segment before I get excessively annoyed and turn everybody off?
0: I just want to (laughs) – we'll go to the entire second and third line, DK. By the way, there's been a bunch of gifts given out today, man. I've seen a couple 20s, some 10s. Y'all are way too kind, man. See, this is what happened when the Steelers win. Everybody come in here and start partying together, DK. Right. Except when it comes to the 19th team center
1: on the roster, everybody's really upset. <laughs> all right. When we come back, it's going to be yeah. the only segment that matters and you guys can have all the Kendrick green fun. You, you want.
0: And that's a mom y'all that's a mom at DK Pittsburgh sports. We take pride in coverage that
1: connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now that connection's stronger than ever introducing our all new state of the art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores. Track the latest stats. Chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. Coverage that connects. See, in attempting to explain this nonsense, and and it is happening from some people, uh, Sticky B says, DK, I think it was false hope that the Steelers didn't waste a third-round pick was why Kendrick Green fullback got any traction. Guys, do you understand the caliber of these recent draft classes? Do you understand yeah. that you don't usually get more than two, two starters? Yeah, that's fair. Out of an entire class? you realize that Nick Herbig was fourth? Four. Fourth. round? Okay. piano yeah. Benton was a third-rounder. Joey Porter Jr. is technically a second-rounder, and Broderick Jones is your first-rounder. Mm-hmm. There's no... Just, just, there's no daylight for complaining. Your football team just played a literally perfect preseason game for the first-teamers. <laughs> it's okay to enjoy it.
0: It is. It is, DK. I love it. Love- Daniel says, hey, Moan, how proud are you of Dan Moore? Very love that proud, question. man, uh, and for a lot of different reasons, man. And I, I start a few of them. It was this one, man. Also, Hand Over Fist, Dan Moore equals Monster. Uh, there was a f- few more, and I'll, I'll address it with this right here, though, too, from Tyler because this was up. I'm proud of Dan Moore for putting earmuffs on, not listening to the chatter. I think you've had conversation with him where, and we said this, too, it's inevitable, inevitable that uh, Broderick Jones is going to start at some point. What Dan Moore has to do is put earmuffs on and not pay attention to us not paying attention to the coaches, that not pay attention to the draft pick and just simply go to work. The game of football is a very intentional thing. If you're good enough, they can't hold you back. Dan Moore has shown that he is good enough too. And to your point, Tyler Johnson puts up, Dan Moore doesn't play enough in the preseason for a third-year guy who has struggled in the past. Okay, but he's also your starting left tackle. He has also gone into the game and has some really good reps, not one week, but two weeks. DK, from my understanding, he's looked really well in practice too. And then this is the other thing, too, when it comes down to it. Tyler, you look at this situation and you say, well, if he hasn't played enough and you're trying to preserve your starters and your starters go out on the first few drives of the last two games and put up points and move the ball around and you're a first round draft pick, I'm going to be honest with you, he hasn't looked up to the par so far. He hasn't looked up to the billing to take over that spot. So what do you do in these games, DK? You get a good look from your starters, your first team, and then you pull them out. Why would I continue to put Dan Moore out there with the twos when he's a solidified starter for this team in this year as it stands? I'm telling you, in my opinion, he has won the starting left tackle job.
1: I I don't dispute that for a second. I want to amend though something that you said. I know exactly what the intention was of what you said. When you're talking about him putting on the, the muffs. The muffs, yes. Okay. He was doing that in terms of blocking out criticism, in terms of blocking out negativity. Yeah. But this is my amendment here, and I've been around him a lot. So I want you to I want you to hear this in the in the correct context. Uh, Dan Moore took everything head on. Including dealing with the media, including dealing with the coaches, including dealing with his teammates. And even, even, you want to talk about something special? How about being a model teammate? How about that nobody has spent more time in individual one on one extra instruction with Broderick Jones than Dan Moore? Okay, that's goosebumpy stuff. Yeah, I know. So that's why I want to, I want to, when you said something like tuning out his players or whatever, I wanted to make sure that that was in one context and this is in the other. Dan Moore took this challenge. Own. yeah like this and he checked every freaking box on yep. the list and yep. then there's that 62
0: yard run that was him yes it was yes it was dk and 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 when i say block it out that's essentially what i mean not letting it affect him dk for context right because it's easy to fall victim to man they drafted somebody directly for me
1: yeah so, everything I, just- yes
0: Am I proud? Yes,
1: 100%. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it, it's something that I would think all Steelers fans should be proud of. Don't worry about Broderick Jones. He's going to be fine. By the way, yeah. Alan in Maryland is totally onto my shtick. He says, stop putting all the Kendrick Green comments on the screen and they'll stop. Alan has so busted me. I've been going through this list. Jerry no. Picking the Kendrick Green comments and then yelling about them. How yeah. terribly unprofessional.
0: Get off my yard, guys, who you <laughs> are right now, DK. Uh, and, and this to it before we move on, uh, because we got to give it some air though, too, man. As far as Kendrick Green, I think the entire second offensive line has been cheeks. Like the last couple of weeks, they cannot move anybody. The line of scrimmage game, they're not winning. Uh, The penalties, the sacks come more when they're in. The game slows down a lot more when they're in. Do they have a couple of breaks here and there? Yeah. But I think all in all, as a group, individually, there's some good stuff. But as a group, it hasn't been good. You got Kendrick snapping to Mason when he's not ready again. That happened again. That's something that's happened to him, DK, that happens often. And I'm not trying to pile on him because it handles itself the way the business of football is in the NFL. But that's so – how does that continually happen? And if you look at that play, the tackles didn't move. And Mason didn't move. He wasn't ready for the ball. I'm done now. But I just had to say that. There's no hope for – you're one of them. There's no hope for you. I know, (laughs) DK, but I'm looking at this situation just saying, goodness. Gracious, man. Like, help yourself out, dude.
1: Yeah. Um, here we go. Chad, Kendrick Green, who replaces him? Pittsburgh fan. KG gone, gone man. man. <laughs> uh, Evan says, why did KG get a ton of snaps then? Because they don't want to get he the starters it. hurt. And he, he needed, needed it. it. And he's it was the last guest before he gets cut. And Kendrick Green and Kendrick Green and Kendrick Green. But you know what? There is a good question. <laughs> What's that? Jim Fairfield says, hey, Moan, I thought Broderick Jones looked better. Did you see anything? I want to throw out something first, Moan, that okay. he, he gave up a, a, a big play. Yes, he, he did. He, but he had 21 total pass pro snaps. And out of those 21, 20 were completely clean. Now, it's fair to bring up the one, but he is a rookie. And he's just out there getting experience. He's getting a lot, a lot of football under oh, his yeah. belt.
0: Yes, he is. And I will say this about, uh, I would say this about Broderick Jones in this last game, in the last couple, this one specifically. To your point, I came into this podcast saying, what, what did I learn from Broderick? That's what I said. What did I learn from Broderick? And my answer was, not a lot. And as an offensive lineman, that could be good or it could be bad because I didn't see enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was good, but not enough is the way I look at Broderick Jones mm. in this particular game. Again, I didn't think the entire second and third O-line moved bodies. I didn't think they did whatsoever. I thought they lost the line of scrimmage game. I didn't see much finish. Uh, And Broderick was in that when it comes down to the run game too. The passing set, yeah, that's just one of those situations where Bro, it's eventually going to have to continue to move on, okay, as far as him getting better with his pass, bro. And it always comes down to reps. I don't know if it's because he's running with the twos or what when it comes down to selection, but that group gets lit up a whole lot more than that first group, and that's just the separation of experience right there.
1: Everyone has figured out the magic key to getting your comment shown on the screen today. Robert Gearhart reminds that Kendrick Green also could become a chef. (laughs) which means that he would still need two friends to help him out to work at the get-go cafe and market where quality is at the core of every menu item. They have three expert chefs fine tuning every detail so that every sub burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for what they uniquely refer to as crave uh, ability Order your favorite entry at the get-go cafe and market today. I'm a we child. Have, I'm a we child. have, we have, we have, questions. Billy Kurtz wants to know how you feel about Calvin Austin III as a returner. Please. Solid.
0: solid. You know what I saw and everybody saw the TV copy or was in the stadium just as I was. I was looking at Coach T run on the field with him and all I could think was this. Initially, I was like, Coach T is probably like, yeah, let's go. And then I was probably also thinking, you bleeper, how come you couldn't outrun the kicker?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, in all seriousness, the kicker had the Perfect he angle did. on him. I, I could see from 20 yards away he wasn't yeah. breaking that one
0: because nah. of the way the
1: kick the kicker
0: angled him beautifully. Yeah. And this is the thing, so how I feel about him was this good. It's about time. Again, we told y'all his specialty is gonna be what DK? Punt return, kick return, being a spot guy on the offense, him being that end around guy is too obvious. Is for the offense, unless you're just incorporating it in as a misdirection or something like that. I was excited to see it just simply because he was healthy at the end of the doggone plate. And at the end of the day,
1: it's gone too far. Good to Welcome Kendrick Green as a new member to the show. (laughs) I have significant doubts that it's actually KG himself. (laughs) Matthew McKinney comes in with Hey Moan, where do you stand on Jalen Warren
0: as running back one? Over Najee Harris? No, I don't stand over that. I, Matthew Kenny, it's a very fair question. Uh, why can't we enjoy both? It's been my mo this entire time, Matt. Man, I look at this those two dudes, and we got a thunder and the lightning. Najee attracts a different type of box, and then then Jalen does. Jalen to me is just. I think he probably has a better finish speed than than Najee does. His pathway, his style is a little bit different. That doesn't mean he's better. Now, when we get down the line, maybe these two get an opportunity to stick together. Then guess what? We'll see what their careers look like. But as it stands, I still think it's fair to go Najee one and and, and Jalen two. The run. I knew this conversation was going to come up. I think I text you, DK. It's like, mm-hmm. all this is going to do is spark more conversation of Najee versus Jalen. And truthfully, I think they both are good positions with each other. There's no ego about it. And there's this is the best thing for our Pittsburgh Steelers, hands down.
1: Yeah, there's there's just so much to like uh, about, about the entire performance, really, from Saturday night. I, I don't even... Honestly, that night, I, I didn't even know where to start when it came to the first-teamers. I don't really pay much attention after that. It's, the stuff isn't that important. Jerry Yeager says four turnovers. Uh, they they made it look easy. You saw the three and outs. Uh, you saw yeah. that 62-yard run. Moan, there's no way we're going to get through this without talking. I, I went and talked to literally every offensive lineman, every single offensive lineman, to get their roles specifically what they were asked to do, what they were challenged to do, and why it worked. And my favorite one out of all this, because the whole play happens on the left side. All right. Uh, Dan Moore, we already talked about, takes his guy, shoves him out to the left. Isaac Selmalu, who's the Ramon in this situation, second level linebacker. Okay. And you love that. Give me one second, okay? Okay, go ahead. I know, this, but this is exciting, okay? So Isaac goes forward, second level. For anybody who doesn't know what that means, that means you go past the lineman. You Mm -hmm. go out to the linebackers. Isaac did that. Yard and a half, two yards downfield. Totally seals the guy. James Daniels comes across, and he cuts off his second-level guy. He went second-level, too. Okay? He not only seals his guy, but he has to turn his body and move. Yes, and he runs this way, but has to turn his body that way. Biggest challenge on the line, by the way. Okay? Backside. Mason Cole. Seals his guy just at an angle. Make sure that the guy, he didn't even have to really block him. The guy just can't run around him. Okay. Chooks, who will get no credit on this play from anybody except for me. Chooks just falls on his guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Guy <laughs> Starts going in that direction and Chooks just does a dive bomb on it. Here, feel the full weight of 76. Yep. I loved it. I loved every bit of it.
0: You know what? And let's continue this this on to DK. You know what all of those things get you? Five to 10 yards. You know where this play broke? And I'm so proud of this friggin' dude. He has been the ultimate teammate this year. Yes, he has. Number 18. Yes, sir. Deontay Johnson that play goes five maybe to 15 yards on that play if Deontay doesn't block his man down the field. That, to me, a guy willing to put his body on the line for the run game, y'all. I know y'all dogged Deontay all year long. No touchdowns, running backwards. I see a different dude this year so far in the preseason. I see a guy that's also right there hand in hand with George Pickens. I see a guy very friendly to the ball, too. I see a guy anytime something good happened to their teammate, Deontay Johnson is one of the first ones on the scene to congratulate them. I saw him do the same thing with George Pickens. I saw him do the same thing with Pat Frymuth when he scored his touchdown. And just friggin' what what year is this? 2015, Cam yeah. Newton dabbing his way all the way through the end zone. I got to give props to Deontay on that play just as much as we're giving props to the O-line on that one, DK.
1: Dan Moore told me, he said, after I after I finished my block, I turned around and I said, he's going to get 25 yards out of this. And then Deontay got involved and it turned out to be 62. But Dan Moore's estimation was that it was going to be 25. Although my favorite quote from any of them that I got James Daniels, who's not this kind of guy at all said to me, if I don't seal my block there, it's a three yard gain. Oh yes. Yes. Can we just make like a billboard out of that? Yeah. (laughs) Because it's true. Not only is it a three-yard gain, but we're all calling Matt Canada an idiot. Yeah. Okay, come up with more imaginative run plays. What is all this, whatever <laughs> else? And not that he hasn't earned that yeah. in the past, <laughs> but, but
0: it's like everybody just has to do their bleeping jobs. They do. They do. I, I, and I just saw somebody, I'm, man, the comments are coming in like crazy, man. Yeah. I just saw somebody just say a second ago, the epitome of execution. That's what well,
1: that play was. But, well, that's because Jalen – that was what Jalen Warren said to me. Did he? That, that was his actual quote. you believe that? The, oh, it was Antoine who said he, that. Yeah, well, that's, that's what Antoine's referring okay, to. Okay, he, okay. he read it in the column that I wrote. Okay. That was actually Jalen's line, the epitome he, of execution. AJW says, hey, Moan, do you think that Mike Tomlin is forcing Mark Robinson to play to his own weaknesses in these games? It looks like they want pass breakups from him. I thought yep. he could have had many run stops
0: if he would have just heard Sikkim instead of whoa. That's what uh, that's what the preseason is. Mark knows his deficiencies. Again, what do we always say? We don't doubt his physicality. We we, we don't doubt his pursuit of the ball. Get better. Minimize those weaknesses because yes. Landon Roberts may not be out there for a play, and that's what they're going to do: pick on the guy that he know has deficiencies in the, in the passing game. I as did see him come on the field. Yep, he was more in zone than anything, and he had a pass breakup. Like, think about those things. He had those types of situations in this game: open field tackling, not within the box. He has to get better in that. You guys got to think: you're as good as your weakest link. And they might not be a weak player. They just have weak things that teams can expose. And that's what he's trying to get Mark Robinson to understand. That's what we're looking for.
1: As opposed to double teaming TJ Watt and not finding out anything about your players. Just (laughs) saying. Rick says, hey, Moan, the 62-yard run was great. How worried should we be about the one yard per carry for the rest of the running game?
0: Again, we mentioned that offensive line. Go back and look at the film if you guys recorded or got the replay of NFL Plus, whatever you guys watch it on. They lost the line of scrimmage more times than not. They got bullied at the line of scrimmage with the second and third team. Think about after that run, the ones were out. I, I, I hit up, I'll be transparent. I hit up Mason. I was like, dude, I feel for you. And that second and third offensive line, he's getting beat up. He has no chance to see anything. And that sucks, man. Like those dudes got to take it on the chin and kind of move forward and grow up a little bit. That just looks bad because it looks like you're not capable of doing your job. Like whatever you guys got to do as a group, as a unit, like we're talking about the run game here. This is practice right here, DK.
1: Want to acknowledge Toddy and express condolences uh, on his loss. Uh, It's a it's a family here. There's good and there's bad. And then there's real life, which can Absolutely. be both, which can be both. Brandon. Shout
0: out to your brother, Jade. Absolutely.
1: Says, hey, Moan, trade Kevin Dotson or keep him for depth? Has to be depth at this point.
0: Uh, I don't know what trade value you're going to get. Again, I'm telling you, him. that's what I'm saying. Like offensive linemen who have played and can play for your team, uh, are they come at a premium. They really do in the NFL. In today's game, they really do because you invest so much in trying to train them as young guys because the college game has changed so <clears throat> doggone much that when you get them in your system, you try to keep them. I say you keep and I don't see any scenario of that happening.
1: Yeah, now we want a Kendrick Green emoji. <laughs> I see what you people are no, up to. I was just bullying. It took <laughs> me a while. It took me a while. I see how it goes. He here. did.
0: Uh I'm with Joshua. 53 did get wrecked on that sack. It, it yeah, was his man. So I've heard. The the TV copy <laughs> blamed it on somebody else. That was on oh, him. I'm sure the nation knew who it was. Oh they, my gosh. They don't need TV anything. No, absolutely not. DK. John
1: Matthews says, "Make the mistakes before it actually counts in the regular season." Yeah, yep. that's that's what the second half of those games are for. Make Mark Robinson a better player. Give him teachable moments. Give him film moments. Yep. Give him something that they can work with uh, in 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 uh, in the classroom and say, yep. "Hey, this situation right here." And you know what? Because he's not going to get that many snaps, this really going to resonate. Well, that play is. in the Buffalo game is going to be something that when somebody mentions it to you, you're actually going to know what they're talking about. Yeah, you know because absolutely. it was a because it was a big big deal. You know, <laughs> yeah, Kendrick no doubt Green, about it. Kendrick Green, Kendrick K, Green, K-dye, K-dye, Kendrick Green, Kendrick Green's going to be selling Hey Moan merch at the tailgate parties. <laughs>
0: At this point, he might be mad, but I kind of want to roll with antonion right here. I had this some stars right go here, ahead. man. Uh-huh. Instead of dropping his name, let's go right here: Nick Herbert, Marcus Golden, T.J. Smitty, Keanu Ben, Neil, J.P.J. We're coming, is what he says. That's what you're looking for out of your team: a mix of old, uh, a mix of young guys, a mix of T.J. being in the middle of that grove, hitting his prime. Like, that group right there is going to be solid, DK. Uh, Keanu, we, we're going to need more out of him. I think he meant uh, Keanu Neal and Ben. Well, we're going to need to see more out of him. Can he do it again, DK, is what we're looking for out of a young guy like himself. And we've gone all of this time and didn't even mention Joy Porter Jr. interception.
1: Leroy says that. How do you feel about Josh Allen looking frazzled? I'm not so sure that he did. Josh Allen is just a natural scrambler. When you see him scrambling, he's not panicking. He's extending the play. There's a big difference. That's like saying when Ben was scrambling that he was panicking.
0: No, DK. He was I'm rolling with taking- Leroy. No, oh, I'm riding with okay. Leroy on this one. All right. I thought he looked frazzled. Okay. I thought that defense got after him so much that he was looking like, what the hell are we doing? I thought, I think they go back to what an orchard park D- yes. today in practice and they switch gears as far as training. I think that group probably plays a good bit in their third preseason game, DK. Pittsburgh lit him up. We got to talk about Alex Highsmith grabbing him on a sack, missing him, him scrambling and running, DK, and then getting closed out again by Alex Highsmith. If I am Buffalo with the way that game played out with their starters and our defensive starters, DK. Look, I'm just a little bit worried about my quarterback and his protection on meeting a team like Pittsburgh.
1: Chris Fieldings uh, is a, a viewer near and dear to my heart because he's the first one to bring up Allen Robinson. If you'll recall on, on a show last week here, I, I mentioned that the one guy that I wanted to see get targeted was was A-Rob because he was the only one who didn't touch the football in Tampa because I wanted you guys to see what we're seeing in practice from A-Rob he is, as I said then, and I'm going to repeat it, a big part of this offense and looks like the slot we need. Oh, yeah. This is a this is not a distraction. This is not a decoy. He's still Allen Robinson. Yeah, he okay? is. And those of you who are Penn Staters know what I'm talking about, okay? Yeah. Because he was that in college. He's been that in the NFL, and he's still that now.
0: Yeah, and the thing about Allen Robinson is this too. Him being a number three. Let's 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 talk about what a number three's role is, though, too. It was exactly what we got in the game. Come to him, two receptions, one yard, one, 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 uh, two targets, one reception for 10 yards. Like he may leave a game with three receptions for 18, but those are chain movers. Those are, hey, Deontay's covered up. Hey, George is covered up. Guess what? Pat's out and he's covered up. There's my guy right there. Like, that's his role. We're not asking Allen Robinson to give us, um what, DK, 700 to a 1,000 yards. No, Allen Robinson needs to be a guy that gets you 300 to maybe 600 yards max because you're one and two are eating. Like, you're looking at him and say, man, this is a way for us to move the chains. Like, Pat will have eyes on him. Now, imagine him and Pat playing close to the uh, line of scrimmage. I was excited to see him get that ball, tuck it, and give the first uh, first down jab yeah. of the ball. That was good because, yeah. to your point, he I'm didn't here. get any. I'm He's here. Saying, I'm here. Yes, he did, DK. Yes,
1: I'm he here. is. Yeah, we can get George on Sports Center. We can get, you know, and everything else here. But that's, you know, Allen Robinson making a statement was significant.
0: John Matthews
1: says, hey, Moan, who's
0: winning the backup quarterback battle? It's unfair to say because of the protection so lacking, but it, it's Mitch Trubisky. Both of them look above the line and below the line, so let's just call it the subpar today. Uh, okay, DK. I don't it's, see a battle. <clears throat> yeah,
1: there's it, no there, there's no one, by the way, at any level of the Steelers who has acknowledged any
0: <laughs> form
1: of a battle. That's yeah. uh, that is a figment of everybody's yeah. imagination. Mitch Trubisky is your number two quarterback. Yeah. By the way, Najee Harris is Your number one running back. There's also no battle there. There's further no battle at running back two. Listen, when your team starts getting good, yeah, there aren't battles. Celebrate this. Yes, this is the good part.
0: <laughs> celebrate this you know? man. Uh this is this is this. you don't want to have battles at every position. So so this is this is where I'm headed right now, then. From that's beyond. I have you say that beyond. Uh, beyond. That's yeah, bad. Um, he goes, Hey, Mahomes, to your point, DK, is the first team that good, or are the Bills not? What, who, who, who we thought we they were, who they, who the Bills thought they were, is what he said. Again, just celebrate it again. That was most of their defense without Von Miller, if I'm not mistaken. Just embrace what they did. The Bills came after your team and did not strike. Like, you had a 60-yard run on their first-team defense. Your defense had a three and out, and what some was saying is the league MVP candidate. Like, think about that now. That was a real game. It was preseason, but it was real game. Like, they sacked him how many times, DK? Heck, uh, Josh Allen, they sacked him like two or three times. I'm not mistaken. Why don't they have that up here?
1: Uh, well, either way. And, and he almost, they almost got him three or four other times. I mean, the pressure was relentless.
0: It was good. Uh, to that point, though, DK, celebrate what's actually going on right now. It doesn't matter if they're good or we're, or we're bad, whatever the case may be. No, your team is doing some stuff right now.
1: Yeah, I don't want to hear about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I definitely don't want to hear about the Atlanta Falcons on Thursday night. <laughs> and and the Bills are the Bills. <laughs> you know? know. Yeah, Woods, Woods nails it here. <laughs> Only Yenzers can create chaos out of a good thing. We're looking. We're looking for. We're looking for controversy. We're looking for narratives. People blame this stuff on the media. This is. This is where it's happening here. Oh, but Najee Harris was the first one over to congratulate uh, uh, Jalen Warren. Of course, he was. These guys are really good friends. There's no controversy. How does Najee feel about Jalen getting the run? This isn't a soap opera. It's a
0: football team. Moan, please jump in for me here. It is. All that matters, y'all, when you have no egos is a dub. It really is. Like, this week may not be your week to get 120 yards in a touchdown. Next Next week, week, maybe. (laughs) Yeah. I mean,
1: Najee Harris is a first-round running back. Najee Harris is the number one running back on this team. Najee Harris is going to end up with 1,500-plus yards on this team. This just isn't that complicated.
0: I never thought we'd get to this point. DK, you ready? Just pause Mm -hmm. for a second. Are you Uh ready? All right. Open your eyes.
1: Hey, that's not the only time I've heard it. JLA Media says, Matt Canada, that's my OC. Um, What have I been saying all summer? I've been saying we're going to keep an open mind. That's all. Have not at all appreciated or respected his performance over the first two years. At all? Yeah. But if he changes for the better, why wouldn't your stance change?
0: And to give credit to DK, to Mr. Mm-hmm. Rooney, Coach Tomlin, what did they say they did not want to do? They didn't want to change. for stability so that now we can see uh, we can see the offense gelling a little bit more. We can see Kenny Pickett. By the way, we've yet to mention so much from that game, DK. Oh, yeah. Didn't even touch <laughs> on the quarterback. Two weeks in a row. The starting quarterback. We're talking about the backups. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's talk about the windows, DK. Mm -hmm. That's ballsy. That's growing up. That's one of those situations to where what we needed to see from him. And I saw an article that had to steal his finishing fourth in the AFC North. And I was just like, oh, okay, whatever. But one of the contingencies was, was, can he continue to sling it? This is two weeks in a row we've seen him sling it like this. And I'm just speaking just on his behalf, DK. We question, could he dive the ball, like dart the ball into a gap? He's doing that that play to Pat Fryer moves. I don't, I've seen a quarterback make that play that's been, but I also understand this is Kenny right here. Like Kenny is making those types of throws to guys. And let's just say this too, from one side, from one hash to the sideline, the throw he threw to George Pickens on the first series. One, George running the comeback and not just one of those throw it up plays. He broke down the DB, caught that ball and just walked down the sideline like it was nothing. Like, some of the stuff that we've been asking of them has become effortlessly or, or, or effortless or routine. That's what we were looking for from Kenny this year, was routine plays being routine for him.
1: Pat Friermuth was asked after the game. It wasn't by me. It was someone. Uh, actually, it was by Dale Lolly, my friend, over here to my, to my right. He asked Friermuth, he said, was that a pass where Kenny threw you open? And for anybody who doesn't know what that terminology means in football, it means the quarterback puts the ball in a place where you can escape the coverage mm-hmm. and not get killed. And if you look at where Pat was, he's going backward toward the goal line. Okay. And there's, well, two bills two around safeties. him, but one, yeah, yeah two. they're yep. both right there. Right. But Kenny put the ball in a place where Pat could just keep backing up and get yep. away from those guys and Pat recognized it. Pat expressed appreciation for it. But the fact that everyone involved was able to acknowledge that the quarterback on a play that was not really designed to be that yeah, was able to improvise and protect the ball catcher yes. is something that I have not heard anybody talking about because we're all busy with Kendrick Green,
0: right? We, we are, man. This but is you, real stuff. But, but that's the growth that we were looking for when it came down to what – this offense is capable of when it comes down to Kenny Pickett. Like, I'll ask you guys this too, okay? Because I know people in Pittsburgh, okay, that also celebrate Pitts. They didn't question those pre-draft questions. Oh, how small his hands is. Can he do – like, do you question that now? Like, do you legitimately look at all that fluff and that pre-draft crap that they spew out and say to yourself, "Oh, he's not doing those things. So that he's doing exactly what they said he'd do in the pre-draft." No, this guy has commanded this offense. He's stable in the pocket. He's also being able to move up in the pocket. By the way, that umbrella around Kenny Pickett in the middle, I love it with with Isaac. Okay, with with uh, with Mason and also with James it is good with the protection around him. I love that because he's stepping up and making those types of plays down the field that we saw probably not much at all last year. And these aren't just like 10-yard passes. That one that he threw, the Pat, was probably, what, 25 yards down the line yeah. with the rest getting by him? Like mm-hmm. a dart through the air. That's what we were looking for.
1: Now, he's getting it where it needs to go, including with the appropriate touch. Justin Work asks, what is Glenn Thomas' role? The role, Justin, is to pose. For the statue. Yep. That's yep. all he has to do. He can take all of the credit. I know that's what Justin is looking for here. Somebody else had to have done nah, this. Had but to be somebody else.
0: Justin, to your point about Glenn Thomas, we're all excited about it, but guess what he's supposed to do? Just sprinkle some seasoning in. That's all we're asking of Glenn Thomas, to sprinkle some seasoning, because as much as we trash Matt Canada all last year, not even trash, criticized. The same credit got to be given to the guy, Okay that's calling these plays. Do you believe is Matt Canada calling these plays? Then you got to also is. celebrate this then.
1: Yeah, you can't have it both ways. You can't. Did you know that we have 750
0: viewers in here? I just looked up for the first time. I've been peeping it, man. We're getting live in here DK and we ain't even got 750.
1: Go crazy. Like they wouldn't fit into a a, a a theater.
0: Like we got a lot a lot of people here. Hey, you know what? I appreciate honesty too. Donald Farball said, "No, we, we trashed, trashed him." You know? Yeah,
1: so did we. This yeah, is, we did. There's no. This doesn't well, require critical. going yeah. back or retracting. What happens is the guy gets better, uh, and then your assessment remains fair. It's steady throughout. Okay, you got better. We're going to acknowledge that you got better.
0: It's and not to your. Go ahead. Now, just to your point, it's okay that we can say when it's good, right?
1: How much, of course, yeah, how much do you you think, like Thomas asks here, hey, Moan, how much is the improvement from being in a system with a new line coach for the second year factor and just the offensive line? Did you see how long, no one talks about this one either, how long the offensive line held the blocks and how big that pocket was for Kenny on the Pat Friermuth play? That is 25 yards downfield. Kenny did not budge, did not need to budge from that pocket. It was set in all directions, like he was sitting in the Oval Office. Everything was just around him, okay? And Kenny just stayed at his desk at the Oval Office and just fired it. Well, how does that play work?
0: Because you have an offensive line. Yep, you do. And this is also how that happens too, DK. This entire offseason, those dudes spent a lot. They spent a lot of time together. They were in Florida together. They threw together on the south side, man. They were just around each other DK, that cohesion is a big part of what's happening right now. And again, I said it a second ago, the emergence of Deontay Johnson and his leadership and being a better teammate. Now, I won't even say he was a bad, he wasn't a bad teammate. I think the perception that George Pickens was gonna take his shine, it's out of the window. Those dudes are on the same page. And I like that again, watching him sprint down to celebrate with Pat or with George or with Kenny or blocking on Jalen Warren's 62-yard touchdown. What are we talking about here,
1: DK? We're talking about an offense that understands how complete it is, that understands that there's still ceiling on a lot of these guys, not just George, okay? There's ceiling still above the head of Najee Harris, of Jalen Warren, of Yo. Pat Friermuth, of Darnell Washington once he gets out there. Um, you're seeing uh, Calvin Austin, Calvin Austin. This offense hasn't even scratched the surface. Remember that a lot of the guys who excite you in the second half of a preseason game, like an Anthony McFarland are going to find their way onto the field with the first team offense in Mm -hmm. set plays that are designed for them. McFarland specifically, I've been saying this all through Latrobe. He is not any, he's not anybody's RB three in this setting. He is a one of something,
0: yeah, no doubt about it. He's gonna it, man. be out there, uh, uh, for sure, dog. And that's and this is the other thing too. I feel and I feel like I, we have to bring this up again. The support system around that front offense. I mean, front defensive line, the front seven. Okay, Cole Holcomb. Okay, let's go into a Landon Roberts. I mean, let's think about this, uh, Alexander. Like, legitimately, DK. They got a group of guys that can rotate in and all make plays. They all make plays this weekend, okay? And, again, let's talk about Marcus Golden. Let's talk about Nick Herbert, okay? And let's talk about what Cam was able to do with Fajoko up the middle, too. Larry O didn't even play this weekend, DK. You know what I'm saying? And they got pressure. And I know we had that conversation about Josh Allen didn't look frazzled. He looked frazzled this week. Oh, you've it's, made this point. I you know. But, 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 what, but what I'm saying is this. We saw guys like Nick Herbick get him to the ground to swipe at his arm for a sack, for a strip sack or put pressure around him. TJ hadn't experienced this DK. Like, can you imagine not to have to go in the phone booth every single play? A little bit of coin says,
1: did you notice that George Pickens was so happy for Joey Porter jr. After his interception team is so close and like family. I love it. Well, Pickens and JPJ have been going at it for three weeks. They are thrilled <laughs> to be doing anything to somebody wearing different colors and I'm going to keep saying this. I'm going to keep saying this. There isn't drama to be had here. You can dig for it. You can scrape for it. If you're weird, you can even hope for it. But you're not going to find it. This is a really good group that's being managed well by Mike Tomlin. Black and Yellow Texas Steel says, Matt, can will make me eat my words? (laughs) Great. Good. And then you know what will happen with my words? They'll change. This isn't complicated. Yeah. I have no problem. If Matt Canada morphs into a really creative, imaginative, dynamic coordinator who can yeah. generate consistent splash and rhythm, do you think I'm going to say that he sucks? Can't. You can't, man. You can't be taken seriously in this position, you no. know, meaning in this role. And
0: then uh, we we all win. It's just point blank.
1: Yeah, there's, there's no... There's no, somebody can go back and play a diatribe from last year. Oh, DK wanted him fired. Yeah, I did. He was awful.
0: Yeah. Well,
1: I wouldn't want him fired. Luke says, can't wait for
0: the season to start, Moan. It's almost here. It is almost here, man. And I will say this too. Let's, let's, let's downshift just a bit. Okay. Let's downshift just a bit. And, and let's just get to what the reality of what all this is too. Uh, it's played well and they played some really good first, the first couple of games. The season is long. There will be some losses. There will be some doves. There will be some down moments too. But all in all, I think why we're, at least why I'm hype. I know DK has to play the storyline of what's exactly in front of him. But I know you're excited about what this could be too, DK. It's simply because we're seeing guys grow up. George Pickens in year two running the comeback, getting out of bounds just to stay safe so he don't take another hit. Deontay's growth, the O line's growth, Dan Moore, like legitimately growing up this year too, like and then of course the guy that, that's got to make it all happen for you, Kenny Pickett, like that's something to say. However, this shakes out as far as this team into the playoffs or to the rest of this season, steps were made in camp this year that any coach or any fan has to be proud of. DK,
1: yeah, absolutely. James gets the final word today, and it's a good one. His Latrobe was good for these men. Mason Cole said something that was blunt even by his standards after the game the other night. He was asked, what, what, what was it that had the offensive line clicking the way that it did? What was it that had? He said, he said, in all honesty, he said, it's been the competition in Latrobe. This, by comparison, this was his word, not mine, felt slower. Wow. Wow. Okay. If this was a regular season, wow. that would have been a headline. Wow, okay. he said that. Yeah, this felt slower. They had they had a much harder time with Cam Hayward and Larry Ogunjobi and Keanu Benton and TJ Watt and everything else than they did with Buffalo. That's yeah. Latrobe was good for them. For Latrobe was good for them. And
0: I, I got one more if you don't mind, DK. I go got to put this yep. one up because mm-hmm. I said something that was questioned, and I'm okay with that too because everybody got their opinion. Okay, but I got black and yellow Texas steel. There you go. Yeah, More grew up. Question yep. mark is the question yep. for you. My my dog, hear me out. When I say he grew up, DK and I talked about this earlier. He heard everything, but he kept his focus straight. It's easy. It would have been easy for him to cop out. You said he was decent. I thought he's the best option that you have. I look at Dan Moore and say he played his butt off. I say that Jalen Warren run doesn't happen if he don't knock that guy out right there. Have you seen any pressure, mini pressure from Dan Moore? If decent means no pressures, good in the run game, and also we had no negativity his way, sign me up for my left tackle. I think we all are so out and so so quick to be out on guys in this game of football more than almost any other sport, DK, because we expect it to just pop. I don't see a scenario where Broderick is going to overtake him as far as the hope that the first round is going to be in that spot. I've said it before. I like Dan Moore. Y'all know that. And I'm just calling a spade a spade. He grew up. And it takes guys time like that. You're entitled to your opinion on that one, uh, Black and Yellow, uh, Texas Steel. But he was better than decent, though.
1: The way to join us is to go to DKPS.net slash join up there in the URL. You have to actually type it. DKPS.net slash join. Become a member. 758 people are watching this right now. (laughs) I just told the boss. She just came in. They want to know how many memberships we got because there was a bunch of Uh, that was a lot coming in yeah a lot of gift purchases and so forth that's all appreciated moan let's do it again tomorrow absolutely dk let's rock let's uh (laughs) she says what what we're at 882 she's gonna put that on the screen here i'll do it i'll do it 882 (laughs) guys we're getting there
0: close good people
1: What the heck happened today how did i miss all this
0: winning dk cares all Oh, you're giving Matt Canada credit for this too? Is that what I you're doing? Mean, when it's good, it's good, DK. Well, again, we gotta be we can't fan, we can't fan this thing out. We gotta call it exactly what it was. If uh, Matt Canada was solid, then we gotta say he was solid. But execution of plays and growing up in the same offense helps a whole lot too.
1: Stay with us through the outro. We have a question that just came in that we're gonna take. Definitely. <laughs> And today's lion award goes to Falkland LOS for coming in right on the wire here with the five dollar contribution. It says, hey Moan, what would 10 plus wins in a playoff victory do for Coach Tomlin's legacy post big post Big Ben? Is an interesting way of dividing oh, that.
0: Man, that is a great bonus question right there, too. That crown really mm-hmm. does go to you, man. I was gonna <laughs> give it to Deontay for blocking down the field. Screw that. Uh, what does it do? I think it changed the era. I think you officially move past the Ben era if that happens. I think even uh, ha- having a, a tight game in the playoffs and not getting blasted, if that's the case, you move to a different era as far that's as Coach Tomlin's at legacy. It.
1: I think he like, looks at it that way too. That was when he made true. those comments about getting the new quarterback, where he said, "I find this exciting. We're starting, you know, and it's." This is the one component to the whole Tomlin just inherited Cowers players yeah. thing. Okay, it's been a while now. He doesn't have any more of Cowers players, including the quarterback. So yeah. it's, it's
0: a little bit different, you know? Fol- Folkland, you move into a different era when that happens and eventually it's going to happen shout out to drew for becoming a fan i mean becoming a member too today DK. Mm-hmm.
1: same goes for mike same goes for robbie same goes yeah. especially for all those gift memberships especially to you guys uh for coming in we are at we're almost at 900 yeah, we are. We're close. No, no, we're gonna do this. We're we're definitely gonna do this. All right, Moan, let's look up tomorrow.
0: Let's do it again, man. Shout out to all you guys, man. Appreciate you guys tuning in. We're gonna do this again tomorrow, like Annie says, right? <laughs> Peace.